Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Luke chapter 6 this morning. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 6 and a message titled, Plain Talk. Verse 22, it says, Blessed are you when, you, when men hate you, and when they exclude you and revile you and cast your name as evil for the Son of Man's sake. <laughs> you're, you're so happy. <laughs> you're so happy when men hate you and revile you and you know, share your name as evil. And, uh. and yet this happens, doesn't it? There was a, a couple Calvary Chapel missionaries who they were in Eastern Europe and they were trying to plant a church there in this big city and People were getting saved. It was very exciting. And they started baptizing them in their bathtub. Well, the local clergy, the Orthodox community, heard that these people were being baptized in a bathtub. And that, if it's not sacrilegious, that is absolutely blasphemous. And so they reported it to the authorities in their town, and it became a big, you know, whoop to do. And the mayor got involved, and the mayor, and the mayor was, he was, he had a relative who, actually, I think it was his brother, who worked in the mayor's office in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and these people were from Florida. In fact, they were from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, planning this church. And so he called over there and he says, have you heard of this cult, Calvary Chapel? And there, he's like, oh, yes, they're, they're, they're prominent here. And he says, what, what, what about them? He's like, oh, they're wonderful. They feed the, they feed the poor. They, they pay people's bills. They've reduced the crime in our community. They're an awesome organization. He says, you have Calvary Chapel people there. You need to bless them. And so they brought them in. They questioned them, asked them, Hey, do you, you know, where are you from? And they said, we're from, they turned out they were from that church, I think. And, and he says, you know, here's the keys to the city. And they gave him the keys to the city. You can baptize your people in the public pool now. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing how God can turn things around, but not always. Sometimes things don't work out quite like that. It, what happened with Molly is as he was multimillionaire, living in luxury and lavish, you know, mansion and all this stuff there in Nairobi, he went to park his car one day and there was these street kids, <laughs> street kids, you know, and they were wanting to park his car for him and protect his car, kind of like a mafia thing. Hey, we'll watch your car and protect it if you let us park you and He's like, no, no, no. He knew that they were probably drug addicts and he didn't want to give them any money. And he, anyway, so he came back to his car and his car was stolen. And he's like, ah. Oh. So he rode one of his Mullyways buses home because <laughs> he owned the bus line. So he's riding one of his buses home and just kind of thinking about it. He couldn't get these kids out of his head. And for a long time, these, these street kids were in his brain. And he's like, ah, oh, I can't, you know, ah, oh, just bothering me. These kids, that's who I used to be. And that's what the Lord was telling him. That's who you used to be. And so one day he couldn't work. He was he went to work and he just couldn't work and he couldn't do anything. And he got in his car and he drove a long, long way out into the middle of nowhere. And, and he's almost all the way to Uganda. I think he was driving on this road and he almost got to another country. And he's like, what am I doing? Where am I going? 
And he pulled over in his Mercedes. His Peugeot got stolen. So he's in his Mercedes. He pulls over in his Mercedes alongside the road. And he's like, Lord, what are you trying to tell me? And Lord says, I want you to stop working. You're done. You're done working. You'll never work again. I want you to take in kids. And so he's very excited about it. And he went home and told his family. And they were kind of like, uh... We're uber wealthy. <laughs> you want us to stop? You're going to stop working? You're going to stop bringing home all this money and all these blessings? But his wife was like, okay, that's what God's called us to. And, you know, and there were prominent members in the church that they planted. They planted a church. It was just an awesome little church that they'd started. And, and he was one of the elders and one, and he spoke at the church oftentimes. So they started taking in these kids. And as they started taking in kids, they started bringing the kids to their church. And pretty soon, Three rows in the back were filled with street kids. How do you think that went over? Like a lead balloon. In fact, they came up to him and said, Molly, you cannot bring those children in here. They stink and they're thieves. And so he, he's, he's, he went over to the kids. He said, hey, kids, there's a lot of people going to be at church today. So we're going to let make this room for the, some of the adults so they can come to church. And we're going to go out on the, on the grass and we're going to have our own church service out on the grass. He didn't want to tell them they weren't wanted. As he took him out to the grass and he did a Bible study with them. And within a week, they had an elders meeting. Molly came into the elders meeting and everybody was, had the strange looks on their faces. And he was no longer an elder of the church. He was no longer allowed in the church. Him and his street kids, he was in sin, I guess, for taking in these kids. But if that wouldn't have happened in that church, then Molly wouldn't have gone out and done what he did and, and took in. And they've taken in over 20,000 kids, I think, something ridiculous, something like that. They've adopted all of them. They put them through college. They have the best school in all of Kenya. God has done miracles through them. And if they wouldn't have been rejected at that moment, I think since the church has apologized, praise the Lord, but if they wouldn't have, have had those things happen to them, those adversities happen to them, they wouldn't have had to depend on the Lord as much as they did. And God turns everything around. So, now we get to the other part of it. Verse 23, Rejoice in that day. This is how we're supposed to respond to people calling us names and treating us evil. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for indeed your reward is great in heaven, for in like manner your fathers did to the prophets. I don't usually rejoice and leap for joy when people say bad things about me (laughs) and I hear rumors I'm like why I'm just trying to serve Jesus you know I mean it's it's just not my normal response usually I eat my feelings and so I you'll notice I get fatter if you notice I'm getting fatter then that's that's why I think if I leap for joy then I probably would be losing weight it's hard isn't it when people are 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 gossiping and, and things are happening and people are are treating you poorly because you're a Christian. You know, I remember going through that when I got saved. You know, my friends did not like the fact that I had become a Christian. And I know they talked about me. And I know that they laughed at me. And I know that the places I've worked, when I've talked to people about Jesus, they're laughing at me. They're calling me names. They're like preacher boy or whatever. You know, they've gotten those names at places I've worked. And yet, you know, when they go through a hard time, who do they go through, go to? Hey, will you throw up a couple prayers for me? <laughs> you know? And they did, they do, and they did. I love what happened in Acts chapter 5. You remember that Peter and John went to pray. They met the lame man. Jesus healed him through Peter's word. 
And they were preaching to the people. 5,000 people believed. It's an amazing story. But the Sanhedrin, the Jewish, kind of the Jewish police, uh, arrested these guys and put them in prison. And they pulled them out of prison and brought them before the Sanhedrin, and they questioned them. And it was, it was pretty intense. And as they questioned them, Gamaliel, who was on the Sanhedrin, pulled them aside. He says, I want to talk to you guys about this. He said, hey, you know, a notable miracle has happened, and the people are seeing this. And, you know, we need to be careful here because we don't want to be found fighting against God, right? And, and so in verse 40 of Acts chapter 5, it, it goes on to say, and they agreed with him. This is the Sanhedrin agreeing with Gamaliel. And when they called the apostles, and notice this next line, and beaten them. What was that like? Well, what, what kind of beating did they get? You know, like a slap on the hand, a little, uh, hey, don't do this anymore. No, they, they whipped them. They beat these guys. Can you imagine going through that? You haven't done anything wrong. All you're doing is, is preaching the gospel, healing the lame man, and they beat you with, with whips or with boards or something. They beat them. They commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. So what was their response? So they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. Whoa. That's not usually my first response. I don't know about you. I'm more like Paul. You know, remember Paul standing in front of the Sanhedrin, same thing. He's standing there by himself, and the, he says, I've, I, I'm blameless. I haven't done anything wrong. And the high priest says, smack that guy. And the guy next to him whacked him. I'm not going to punch anything. It's the last time I did that, I broke my hand. Seriously. He, he whacked him. And Paul's response was, more like my response usually is, God will smite you, you whitewashed wall. <laughs> and he didn't realize it was the high priest. So they're like, you talk to the high priest like that? He's like, oh, I didn't realize it was the high priest. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're not supposed to speak evil of the leader of your people, right? And, and so here's this interesting thing. He, he, he says, leap for joy. Be happy. Be excited when, when, you're, when you're treated wrong, when you're treated poorly. And then Jesus switches gear. And this is why, again, this is why I think this is an absolutely different sermon. Notice verse 24. He says, But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full, for you shall hunger. Woe to you who laugh now, for you shall mourn and weep. Woe to you when men speak well of you, for so did their fathers to the false prophets. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.